Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are back for another episode of Kid of Street Noise, but a bit of a different episode today because obviously we're not in the same room, we're not in the same place. Uh, Lewis is actually on holiday in Malta at the minute. How's the holiday going? Yeah, yeah it's, it's all right. The weather's been a bit iffy, but um, a few cloudy days, but yeah, it's all right. Enjoying it. I'm sure it's warm than it is here. Yeah, anyway. yeah definitely. Um, so yeah, you're joining us after what's been a... Uh, has it been a miserable week? Two draws? Not really a miserable week, is it? But A tough week. Yeah, I feel yeah, like people's confidence and people's hopes have been bruised this week. That's probably the best way of putting it. Yeah. Um, starting with the 1-1 one, one, one draw. No, the 2-2 two, two draw against Huddersfield away on Easter Monday. I'll let you talk through it because you went and I only watched it on the telly so I didn't get well I actually didn't watch it uh, my internet wasn't working until like the last 20 minutes so I managed to catch the last 20 minutes which was probably the best bit for us yeah um, but yeah you got a, a full view of it so I'll let you talk about what happened and what, what's gone on yeah um, well yeah a decent day out really um, obviously definitely not the result we wanted um, a point salvaged in the end, really. Um, should have been free. First off, just shocking. Probably one of the worst halves of the season. Um, like so, so wasteful. I thought in front of goal, and um, chances we had, like we won that. Um, that Diaz um, dragged well wide of target um, when he went through. Um, and the, the, the two goals are two really poor goals to give away. Um, and then in the second half, you know, we, we get that early goal, really nice team goal and a brilliant finish from Rankin Costello. Um, 
and then it's just like constant pressure for the rest of the game really isn't it um yeah. it, it felt as though eventually it would have to give um Leonard did really well when he came on um forced a decent save out of the keeper um and then I mean how, how good was Costello in that second with, with some like seven with seven shots on target he had he's like a man possessed he's like on a one man mission to get us into the playoffs he's just I, I, I don't know where we'd not where we'd be without him because he hasn't I mean was that his first goal for us on against yeah, field? oh no he scored the late one the other week didn't he where on agit box we won 2-1 like outside yeah. at foot on edge at Bart's counter route again. It's like Morton touched it back to him. Is that not what um, the goal against Birmingham in the cup? Oh, was it? Did you not score that one? Yeah. I think so, yeah. We're in the 2 2 draw, he would. I think it's going that one, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, from what I watched and what I saw, we we did play really well and went to like this 4 3 3 formation with Morton, Morton sitting deeper. Water obviously came on and like, produced a lot more. Um, it's getting to the point now where, and we'll get onto this when we talk about Coventry on Wednesday. I feel if Thomason picks the wrong starting eleven on Wednesday, it could get very toxic very quickly. He would, especially if they start yeah. on the front foot against us. Um, obviously Wharton, um, probably one of our brightest players in terms of going forward. And then it comes to the whole game on the Saturday night and he's not in the starting lineup. Then he comes on and again one of our bright players slapping balls into the box and people getting on the end of it, creating chances and still just can I see him starting on Wednesday night? No, probably not. You've already mentioned it there, Harry Leonard coming on at Huddersfield and getting chances, getting in the right positions. And then he doesn't st- he doesn't even come on to the eighty third minute on Saturday and then do I see him starting on Wednesday again probably not and that's where I think the frustration and the toxicity it was pretty toxic on Saturday night to be fair a lot of people were saying that uh, Rovers fans are booing at Huddersfield but I didn't see any of that or hear any of that was was that something that happened definitely not at at full time Um, I think at full time it was a a relief that we've at least managed to get something from the game Yeah, you know it's a it sounds like a Mulberry comment, but it's a point in the bag. Um, you know, it, that's, that's how I looked at it. It was like it's a point closer to where we need to be. Um, and if you win against Hull and win against Coventry, then it looks a very good point. But all of a sudden now, after the whole result, um, you're looking at it and you're like, you know, we've... Missed opportunity. Yeah, it's a missed opportunity and a big opportunity. Um, against a struggling side, although you know they have improved recently uh, to get three points, and we blew it really. Um, but yeah, so, so so not at full time, but at half time, there was definitely you know quite a quite a big response. Yeah, quite, quite a lot of discontent towards how the team were playing in that first half. What was it like? From the away end when the ball fell to Hedges because even watching it on the telly after the, the second half we'd gone through like the ch- amount of chances we've missed and how wasteful we are in front of the goal at the minute even a yard out we're up and that still wasn't confident I was expecting the ball to like bounce back off the advertising hoarders or something. Yeah, 
honestly, like, it was like kind of like frantic, just like the way the second half had gone because it was pretty much all those with like eight to one percent possession or whatever. Um, that it, it was just like a blur. Like, no one had a clue. Like, well, I, I don't have a clue who it was that had actually scored. Like, it was just the relief that you know we'd we managed to equalise. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I, at first, I thought it was Costello again. I was like, I, I turned to Jack. I was like, Costello again. Like, <laughs> like, no, it, it rages. Um, but yeah, um, absolute bodies where we were in away because like we didn't come up to the last minute. So some concourse like having a pint before the game. <laughs> so so we didn't come up to the last minute, and uh, we just stood like in the aisle. Yeah. So like we just like. Yeah. I think if it had been a three o'clock kickoff and you could see the other results, I think we'd have been happy with two two. But like after the game finished, I was fuming. I was like, oh, it's two points dropped. But then after the Norwich result and after who else got beat up there, someone else got beat. It was like up close to us, weren't they? Um, who would it have been? Luton won. Norwich drew, uh, West Brom drew, so like it was almost like a point gained after that, weren't it? Yeah. But, and that's the problem with the ch- the championship in it. Like you'll one minute you think it's the worst result in the world, and then the next minute you actually think, oh, it's a point gain, really. Yeah. Uh, which is more than what you can say for the Saturday night performance because I thought I could understand Huddersfield like battling. Obviously, they want to stay up. It's a much tougher game. Hull didn't really have anything to play for. I don't think they really came to to like pick anything up. They didn't. They were just waiting for us to make a mistake, which were inevitable, going to happen. And when we did, they had chances. Yeah. But I don't think they came really close to start the second half, didn't they? There was that one that went just past the right post. I'm not sure who it were, but um, that was probably the closest they came. And then they they, they had a. an effort from outside the box as well, didn't they? Yeah, I saw the one where like the the guy on the wing like cut inside and curled it wide. Yeah. Um, there was one in the first half where I, I don't want to talk about. It, and Morton like gives it away, and then they get down the break like in front of the Riverside. He's like still on the ball, and then like goes to roll it back. And just ends up toe poking it to the striker, then gets down the right, pulls it back, and I think the first guy misses it. Like misses the ball, and then the second guy, because he's not expecting to miss it, almost like runs past the ball. We end up getting away with it. But these mistakes that we keep making, or we're like giving teams chances, and no, no, no team gives us them chances. And I feel like at the minute, if a team gets a goal in front of us, like we're knackered because we're not scoring enough goals. We're not even getting in the right positions, and that's that's the most frustrating. If we were like missing chances like missing sitters or the only thing the only example I can think of from Saturday night is obviously Dolan's chance which he should have scored yeah. and then Leonard's yeah, chance in the last minute but there were so many crosses into the box where no one was even close to the ball I think there were like three or four corners that like landed on the keeper's head and they were, like, the closest player were like five yards away yeah it was like I mean, especially at the back, we've got big lads up there. If you're going to put it on the keeper's head, you need to get people in and around him. Like, Gallagher should be stood on the keeper's toes. We've mentioned it a few times um, recently. I, I think the the set pieces have been really poor. Yeah. 
They're not inventive. Um, they're not quality. They're, they're just like you don't even get excited for a corner anymore. Um, even first man, or you know, into keeper's arms. Yeah, <laughs> we're corner. Yeah. Um, There's not even like any creativity. Like even the short corners aren't really well worked or well thought of. They just will play it short and then see what happens. And yeah. half the time it either goes back to halfway line or we smash it, We overhit a cross out of play. Yeah. Um, I thought on Saturday we looked very nervy at the back. Um, and I think that's maybe coming from a pressure that the defence is maybe feeling that, you know, they can't make a because of because we're not scoring anywhere near as many goals as we need to be, that, you know, we can't make a mistake because that's almost like they're feeling the burden of of the, you know, the attacking players not scoring goals as well. Yeah, I am told the, uh, I am told the Blackburn end to calm down a couple of times where they were passing it out from like keeper to Carter to back to, per, uh, back to Hyam, back to the keeper. And like a couple of like Rovers fans, obviously getting a bit like, what is going on? Like, just no, like it obviously is possession based, and when you break the press, it is a good thing. But how often do we break the press and get in behind? And if we do break the press, going forward, we didn't even look like beating a man or create or like we just made the wrong decisions. The one where. Uh, Diaz goes through and like Smodic and Pickering are overlapping on the left and he decides to shoot from the edge of the box and I know he's probably desperate for a goal and but I just think the the right choice is obviously to lay it to the left and either get in the box or Pickering cross or let Smodic shoot through one on one not hit one from the edge of the box a lot of a lot of really strange decisions on Saturday night not just from the starting lineup but the players as well um, I thought he could have made three or four changes from Huddersfield and no one could have really had any complaints. Um, but And then even the substitutes, like I think at half-time, obviously the fans are getting on the back, the players look leggy, not really creating anything. Can you make a change then and like give someone a kick up the arse or like, try and get the fans off the seats? Like, I think if you'd have made a double sub at half-time, Thomas and Wharton coming on, you give the fans a boost, which we needed because the Saturday kickoff, Saturday night time kickoff was absolutely awful. Um, we went to Willows for yeah, two. I don't know why. I mean, what, what, what was what, what was that like? Because obviously, it's something that I don't think any Rovers fans ever experienced before, and you know, I, I weren't there, so. Um, so obviously you weren't there. So Rebecca came with us. This was Rebecca's first um, experience of going to the football. Um, so. Rebecca came with me. We went to Willows for tea beforehand, um, and, they had, and they had no gas, so they were they, they were basically they weren't cooking anything. Anything like on the re- reduced menu, obviously must have been microwaved, and it was like the prices were still eleven quid. I'm like, I'm not paying eleven quid for a microwave curry. Not uh, paying thirteen quid. <laughs> not paying thirteen quid. Um, so we had that. Oh, we didn't have anything. We actually got a, went back to King Edward, had a few pints in there with everyone, got a taxi down. We wanted to go in Furnace because we thought, oh, they won't bring many tonight. It'll be quiet, so we'll get in Furnace mm. for food. No, like every whole fan were like in Furnace. And they, I think they brought about 2,000 down, so it were obviously busy. We didn't get in. Um, So we just went down to that burger van outside Darwin End. 
got some from there, went up to the Fox and Owls for a couple of pints, and then went to the game. Uh, Rebecca enjoyed it. She was like a couple of times at first half where I think Gallagher made a tackle on the edge of her own box. And she went, that's a, that's a number nine in it. I was like, yeah. Like, Isn't he a striker? I'm like, yeah. Like, Why is he back there? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> and then um, towards the end of the game, especially in the second half when like Wharton comes on and we start creating chances and it was just after the Leonard chance we crossed it in and he missed it like, and it, it were all like bubbling. Like, why didn't they, uh, why didn't they play like this from the start? <laughs> Good question. Very good question I'm indeed. You're asking Huddersfield as well, really. Yeah. We've been asking this for the last six years. But um I mean so the starting lineup I didn't really agree with. Could have made changes. The subs I mean bringing Costello off, I know he didn't really have like a uh, didn't really influence the game like he usually does, but can you bring him up bring Britain on and keep um, Costello off. Can you can you bring one of the centre backs off and go three at the back with like Pickering, Britain, and Hayam or Carter and push Costello into midfield and just go for it? Like it were, for me, it were a winner busket game. It were like the last game we we play. Like everyone else now is in the top seven that we play. So to play a team in seventeen at home for me that's your it's your banker going into the final stage yeah. of the season. It should have been a win or a bust moment. Um, and I feel like if you'd have gone for it and then got beat 1 0, we're still only one point out. We would have been one. We would have been, we would have been outside the playoffs and goal difference, wouldn't we? Yeah, so we've been on 62 instead of 63. Yeah. yeah, so you've not lost it. You've not lost the place. And then, I don't know. And then some of the subs, I mean, Morton stays on for another 90 minutes. I don't know what he has to do to get dragged off. Um, another 83 minutes of Galligan so we had this discussion at King Edward on thingy when we had Jordan Rhodes and he didn't really run the channels didn't really put himself about he was just in the box to score if Gallagher were that kind of player I wouldn't mind him playing 90 minutes because you, you knew that if a ball fell to him at 90th minute he'd put it in bottom yeah. corner and win 1-0 but you just don't have if, if, if the ball fell to him on the goal line, I wouldn't be confident of him scoring. So, that what is the point of? He's not a talisman that you can just leave on and for the detriment of the team. And he like cramped up and went down for like a couple of minutes. I thought, oh, he's coming off now. Then he got back up and he was running back. I'm like, that what? What does Leonard have to do? What does Wharton? Have? And I think uh, Adam Wharton's been linked to Crystal Palace in the summer. Yeah. I just think if you're looking at that team and thinking I can't get in because we've got someone alone from Liverpool like why why should I stay and I know he's a local lad and it'll probably help his development if he does stay but he's a really good player he looks confident every time he gets on the ball he might have the confidence to say yeah you know what I'm going to go and play Premier League football I'm going to show him that I can play at that level and sod you yeah but yeah very frustrating night no one shot too many touches in and around the box just frustrating all round I think it's just I don't I don't I don't want to like get annoyed at um, Thomason, but I feel like he gets an easy ride off the media and the reporters and stuff. Like after a game like that where we drop points at home to again a team like lowering the table that 
it, looking at the fixtures, that was our must-win game. People should be going in and saying, was it the right decision to, to keep Morton on? Was it the right decision to play Gallagher for eight, three minutes? Yeah, but the, like, so you'd say like, so we've not scored in, we've scored two goals in the last four games or whatever, or five games or whatever. Gallagher's not scored any of them. Is it right to keep him on for 83 minutes? Like, does Leonard not deserve a chance? Like, asking questions about Wednesday, like, um, another poor performance, is Leonard going to get a start? Is what, like, you just, they go in, they ask him about the performance, they ask him about what he's had for T94 or X, like, and it just comes out with the, no one expects us to be here, there's no pressure on us. Yeah, that's fine. But... Yeah, there's, there's no pressure. We're still in a good position. Um, it, it's not wrong what he's saying though, because we are still in six. But you know, you keep saying that for a few weeks in a row, and it's like, well, soon we're not going to be in that good position. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, you need to. I mean, no one did put us up here. No one did what expect us to be there. What you can try to do to change it, surely. But like. We've said we've said this. The rest of the championship is rubbish. This is the the one season where the rest of the championship is bad. So although no one's expects us to be here, it's because everyone else has done poorly. Like you wouldn't expect West Brom and Watford to be down there. You wouldn't expect Stoke to be down there. You wouldn't expect after Huddersfield got to the playoff final, you wouldn't expect them to be there. Early on in the season when QPR were near the top, you wouldn't expect them to be down near the bottom anymore. So it's like a it's like a one off season. So you can't keep sitting behind the fact that no one expects us to be in six because if you'd have told me at the start of the season that the the teams that I fancied to be in and around there were gonna have a really bad season and be near the bottom half of the table, and I'd be like, well, yeah, I do expect us to be up there now. I can't be us, so yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just uh, that's one frustration. I feel like he gets an easy ride because. I mean, he's a, he's a likeable guy and he's doing a great job. Um, I do like him, but I feel like his decisions need to be questioned more. And I feel like he doesn't feel any pressure going into the questions after the game. If you drop points at home to the hole and, like, when you're chasing playoffs, I think you should be a bit nervous going into the reporters after the game. You should be a bit like, oh, crap, what are they going to ask? What are they going to say? But I don't feel like that's the case. Do you agree? It should it should be it should be thinking, shit. Or what, what am I going to say rather than what? Yeah, I, 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 it should be thinking. I, I have questions to answer, not. Oh, I'm just going to talk about the performance and whatnot. Yeah, that's just me trying to put myself in his shoes. Like you know, if I were in that position, I'd be thinking, shit. Or, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna not 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 justify it because it's not like you know, it's not like we're in the bottom three or something. Justify it sounds like <laughs> you know we're in a terrible situation, but you know what you're gonna say in response to it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, right. Well, so we'll go through the championship results from Easter weekend first, so the Easter Monday. Um, so Burnley beat Sheffield United 2-0 the night game of when we played Huddersfield Sheffield United obviously got the early red card um, put down to 10 men Fodderingham got sent off and I don't think you really argue with it. it it was well it was just it was just a silly foul big, big mistake from centre back and 
So what end do you let get let him go through and score and play the rest of the game one nil down, or do you? Uh, Bristol City two, Middlesbrough two. Are they and Middlesbrough out of form going into the playoffs? I know they I know they won again against Norwich, but they had a couple of bad results back to back. Yeah. Um, Birmingham nil, Stoke nil. Didn't put out about that. Uh, Cardiff nil, Sunderland one. But Sunderland set up for glorious failure. Like two points off the playoffs now. Um, it'd be like one of them where they finish eighth, like a point outside, and they'd be like, oh, nearly, nearly. When if you look at like the re- recent results, four four with Hull, nil nil with Burnley, one one with Luton. You'd probably like <coughs> take another win from there, and you're into the top six. Um, Coventry 2 Watford 2 um, Wilder's come out and said he's not happy with the attitude at Watford which we obviously spoke about that's after we played them no. um, that's, and then did you see that Watford came out and confirmed that they weren't going to sack Wilder until the end of the season yeah did you see that yeah. that's well, well there was a lot of history with that, with that. Wednesday, Thursday, weren't it? I think. Yeah. Um, and like there was a lot of murmurings on social media in the morning that it was going to be sacked. And I mean, I don't think anyone was like, there's always that bit of like, wow, you know, with, with a manager that's like being talked about being sacked, like after such a short amount of time. But we Watford, it's kind of like, that's Watford and it's what they do. But um, I think in situations like that, it it can make it worse to make a statement like that. That just that sometimes the best thing is just to say nothing. Yeah, it's, I think it's embarrassing to like come yeah. out after I don't I don't know how many games he's managed, probably like six or seven. But to come out and say you're not going to sack him. I mean, they employed him to try and get into the playoffs, didn't they? They are only four points yeah. off, but I don't think they're going to get there. They're not going to pit six or seven other teams to get in there now. Um, but yeah I just technically has failed but I, I cannot see another manager getting that team or that squad into the playoffs because like we saw when they came down to Ewood they're just not up to it at all they're not really they're not really arsed are they um, Hull 1 Millwall 0 uh, I put on my notes that that makes me more confident but I mean after, after the way Hull played at Ewood Probably not. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. And just, again, it goes back to championship, doesn't it? Like one minute you think it's a great result for you, and then the next week you just think, "Oh my god, that was awful." Yeah, the world's going to end on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Luton three, Blackpool one. Luton five points off Sheffield United with four games to play. Is it too much? Do you think? Um, I think so. Yeah. Um. I think it's something like checking out the play that they're up now. Um, Just gonna have a look at the fixtures quickly. See who we've got left. I mean, I mean, they don't need that many points, I don't think, do they now? No, I think they need another two wins. Um, oh. They play Bristol City tomorrow night at home. And then they play, I mean, they've got three home games in a row, so they should be doing it before they go to the away games against Huddersfield and Birmingham. <laughs> So they've got Bristol City, then they've got the FA Cup semi-final, then they've got West Brom at home and Preston at home. So they should really be up before even goes to the field away. 
it's two wins in the yeah yeah I think they win the game in hand that's that's them up more or less I think it's in the bag really yeah um, Norwich nil Rotherham nil I watched it after the the draw with and I was like oh my god Norwich could overtake because I watched it intently and it was awful Norwich's finishing was stinking um, and Rotherham defended well and they took a lot of points off teams up there who've done they've had a, a pretty good season for Rotherham they will, they will stay up and um, they've got some big results um, Preston 2 Reading 1 uh, Preston getting a late winner in the 92nd minute and then obviously followed up with Ince's sacking the day after the, or the Monday was it well, the game was on the Monday so it must have been the Tuesday that yeah. got sacked um, do, do you think he deserved to be sacked um, it's a tough one because obviously they've had the points deduction haven't they um, so that's made it that's made life ten times harder for them Um I mean, if you ask any Reading fan, I don't think they'd have wanted to be down there again this season. Um, especially, I mean, they made a pretty good start as well, didn't they? So, yeah. um, I think a disappointing season for them all around. Uh, points deduction aside, uh, really. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too surprised that they've been sacked, to be honest. I mean, if they hadn't got the points deduction, they'd have been on 48, two points below Birmingham in 18. Um, which is probably I mean they would have been safe with so many games to play and yeah. it probably would have been an alright season for them not the best because obviously they're nowhere near top half of playoffs or whatever but it's one that you can like look to build on the next season what, the problem is I don't think Paul Lynch is a man to lead you into next season like and build for the future Um, and they've brought Noel Hunt in who obviously knows the club bit like a, a mini club legend really um, try and get what do you think about what do you think about the tweet that they put out on Saturday night um, like saying that they've still got the points record after they drew with Burnley like, I think it's a bit weird mate I do think it's weird because of the position they're in in the league yeah. but for a bottom three team to draw with a promoted team already or like the, the team top of the championship um, obviously it's a massive result for them or it could be like a massive point to keep them up would you celebrate it as big as they have done probably not but do I blame them no it is like a record that they that they're the only ones to do it um, so I don't know it's a bit like if an, if another team could could get 100 points in the Prem and they played City like towards the end of the season and City drew with them and, it, and they meant they could only get 99 points so they were still going to win the league and City had finished third or second or whatever would City still like would City do a similar thing and say we're the only Centurions I'm sure yeah. Arsenal did it a few years back where someone was invincible up to like were it like Liverpool after like 22 games it looked invincible yeah they got beat up Watford didn't they yeah and I'm sure Arsenal tweeted something like, like it might have been like a picture of Wenger with the trophy or Vieira with like the golden crown on the trophy but yeah that it, it does happen not in bad taste I think if Reading had won and if they, if they hadn't had the six points reduction they were more or less safe I could understand it but just the position they're in at minute it's a bit of a 
bit of a stupid thing to do, really. Because it they could good. they could go, but well, they could quite easily go down, and then they, they just look even worse, don't they? Definitely. Yeah. Um, West Brom two, QPR two. Could be another important point for QPR. West Brom probably not enough now to uh, to get in. Uh, Wigan nil, Swansea two. We're gonna more or less down now. And then Huddersfield two, Blackburn two. We've already spoke about. And then going on to Saturday's games. Um, so we had Middlesbrough five, Norwich one on the Friday night. Did you watch that whilst we were out in Malta? Uh, no, uh, I didn't. I was outside keeping up with it. Um, it was it was a mad five ten minutes in the first half, weren't they? Yeah. Um, three nil, three one, four one. Um, you know, I, like, I think Dad went to bars to get some more drinks, and it was like still like it's still like, it would be like two or three nil and by the time he came back it was half time it was four one but he always gone in there um, yeah it was, I watched I watched bits of it or in and out but it, it was good it was good like, it just shows what you can do when you just put a foot in to Norwich to just um, what's it called in the middle uh, Housen is it Johnny Housen from Middlesbrough yeah yeah he had a, a really good game just won, won absolutely everything midfield um, but yeah they just bullied Norwich basically um, and then Sheffield United 4 Cardiff 1 at dinner time <clears throat> probably too much um, I think that's probably seal it from now Sheffield United uh, yeah. Watford 2 Bristol City 0 Bristol City were disappointed with that really or oh, disappointed with the season overall um, Swansea 1 Huddersfield 0 was like a bit of a shock for me because I thought Swansea had not really much to play for and I thought Huddersfield would have given him a bit of a tougher game I know it's yeah. like it was only a 1-0 but I don't think they really put out on him at all one shot on goal 23% ball possession um, people a lot of people said like would you give Warnock the job for the next year but can't keep playing football like that I don't think he's going to yeah they won't go down, will they, under him? But no. that's not what Huddersfield fans don't want with the success in recent times. So it's not just a success; it's like the way the, that the philosophy they had recently with uh, yeah. Wagner, and then um, is it was it Carvajal? It was a Spanish yeah. guy they had. Carlos Carvajal, not the right one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Sunderland two, Birmingham one. Uh, Sunderland again two points off the playoffs could sneak in Stoke 1 West Brom 2 how far are West Brom off now are they only three points off now uh, yeah they're, they're three points off us now with a game in hand or not a game in hand on us but a game in hand on everyone else yeah. West Brom's remaining fixtures let's have a look it's good this being, every, like, being at the PC and being able to like, research everything whilst you're doing it Rather than, rather than being in pub <laughs> um, so they've got Blackpool away Sunderland at home Sheffield United away Norwich at home and then Swansea away so the Norwich at home and the Sheffield United games are the other yeah. ones where you put those, those two back to back games are like the I mean Sunderland as well really yeah um, that's and a Swansea. tough game as well they've not got the easiest running no. no, Swansea away is a tough game to go to last game of the season as well. Mm. Um, who else have we got? So, uh, where was it up to? West Brom. 
Um, Rotherham nil, Luton two. Luton just keep on winning. Really don't want to play them in the playoffs. I want to finish fifth so we can avoid them. Um, Reading nil, Burnley nil. No comment on that. Apart from them, we've already spoke about the play the tweet. QPR nil, Coventry three. Coventry just hitting form just right before they play us. Um, QPR are they? They're a point clear of Reading at the minute. Could they still go down? Because <laughs> they definitely could. Yeah. Nick McCarthy. Things can't go on. Things can't go on like this. It can. <laughs> it can. Um, so look at the. I mean, they've got Norwich at home, Burnley away, Stoke away, and Bristol City at home. So I mean, that Norwich game and the Burnley game. I think they'll do well to get anything from that. I know Norwich is at home, but. You know, Norwich are desperate for points. I wanted to, yeah, try and recover from Middlesbrough and break into the top six. So, it was two tough games there and Stoke away. I mean, that's never an easy place to go. Bristol City at home, final day, you'd fancy them to win that. Um, yeah, it's just weird. Bristol City could all, already be on holiday, then, couldn't they? They'd be like, uh, don't want to put, put any tackles in to put the leg cast on for our beef this month. <laughs> um, Millwall 2 Preston 0 I watched this as well didn't really think anything of both teams just thought yeah. Millwall took the chances Preston were were awful really um, I wouldn't be bothered if we had to play any of them in the playoffs if we have to, if we get in playoffs um, Blackpool 1 Wigan 0 was obviously the rele- relegation 6 pointer uh, I think that's Wigan down now definitely but they'll come back with Maloney next year then probably win the league and then go down again and obviously the last result was Blackburn nil, Hull nil, which we have already spoken about so I mean we are still sixth it is still in our hands do you still do you think we've got enough to get over the line are you still confident right now I'm like Probably about 40-60 against. That's probably where I was going to say 50-50, but I'm probably with just with the fixes we've got. Yeah, we do really well to get in there. Um, I, I, I do think we'll win on Wednesday night. You think um, we'll win on Wednesday night? I think we'll win on Wednesday night. Just. Um, I think it'd be a, be a horrible game to watch though. I think it'd be one of those proper cagey. I think they'll go through the motions again. Maybe a late goal. Um, something along those lines anyway. I don't think it'll be convincing by any means. Maybe something to, uh, God knows. Maybe I haven't got that for yet. Maybe similar to, something similar to the Reading game. I, th- I think we'll win anyway. Um, and then we're looking at you know, looking pressing on Saturday. I mean, that's you know they they want it just as much as us, especially with it being against us. Um, I mean, we've got we've got the toughest running out, haven't we? Yeah, like, the average position of each of our opponents is I think it's like four points summit now. Yeah. Um, I. I 
think we'll I think we'll get a point on Saturday. So, so, oh, I'm get my words out. A point on Saturday. So that's so that's four, and then we've got Burnley. Your heart says that has to be a win, just because of what happened at you know what what happened at their place. You're looking for a reaction. Um, yeah, but it's the same we, with Preston, isn't it? Yeah, like the, after the way they played at home to Preston after the international break, where we needed to bounce back and the way they played, that needs to be a win at Deepdale as well. Yeah, you could say that, yeah. Um, say that's another, say that's another point. I, <laughs> I, I think we'll, I think we'll beat Luton. I do think, I, I do think we'll beat Luton. I'm that's hoping, got. I'm hoping Luton are in and they're like willing to rest players before then. I don't. I, I want Sheffield United to already be promoted and them to be confirmed in playoffs. Yeah, I feel like that Luton game. That's uh, that's a one nil row is written all over it. That. Um, <laughs> Just because. And then Millwall. Yeah, God knows what's dictating the logic with that one, but <laughs> it's a one nil. Um, <laughs> And uh, Millwall on final day, it's, it's a bad place to go to, isn't it? Yeah. If we'd have won on Saturday and been level on points with them, I would want them to be like in the with nothing left to play for by the time we get there. But now, no, I want, no, I want it to be the other way around. I want them to be out there with everything to play for. I want the pressure to be on them. I think that suits us. But having to go there with all the pressure on us and them not needing anything, just, they can just sit back and just frustrate us and like the crowd will keep all at ball, we'll start losing our tempers and stuff. It was and I think Millwall have got probably easy, <laughs> I say it easy, but nothing's easy at Championship, is it? But they've got yeah. Birmingham at home, Wigan away, Blackpool away, and then us, us at home last game of the season. That's a nice one. I think Coventry as well, there's lots of Coventry's They've got Redden at home, Birmingham at home, Middlesbrough away. I don't think that's too bad a running. Who else do they play? Oh, they play obviously play us, yeah. It's on Wednesday. <clears throat> so who's the other teams need to look out for this weekend? Preston are away at Swansea, same night as us. Uh, Norwich are away at QPR. Um, who else midweek? Sunderland are at home to Huddersfield. Do you expect them to win that? <clears throat> so we could be like down to like 8th or nine before we even play on... No, we can't be, can we? It could be down to <laughs> could be down to seven by the time we play on Wednesday night. Um, West Brom away at Blackpool, but I mean they could catch up to us level on points if they beat Blackpool, can't they? How's the goal difference? Bet, probably better than ours. Um, it's um, yeah, it's better than ours. Yeah. It, so, it's not. It's not good at all. We we shouldn't be in this. This position, given where we are, before, uh, given where we were before the international break, yeah. we've only got ourselves to blame, aren't we? Yeah, there we are. Um, but you've just got to deal with the situation as it lies now, because you can't change what's already happened. You know. Um, okay, so we'll we'll talk about the commentary game then, because that's the the big one. What is your starting eleven for the commentary game? Well, three changes I'm definitely making are Morton, Brereton, Diaz, and Gallagher. What, they're all. You're taking Diaz all, out. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I think Diaz is your match winner. I mean, he created the best chance of the night on Saturday. 
it was his pass through to Dolan. I don't think anyone else, unless Dak comes back from injury, has that ability. I just think he's looked very uninterested recently. Yeah. yeah I know what you mean. It's just... So, right, so we'll start with Keeper. So, who are you going for it net? So I'm going to put... I'm going to make another change. <laughs> I'm going to put Kaminsky in net. Right, so... Kaminsky isn't going to play again this season. Um, I went to the Spread Eagle on... Uh, not Easter Monday. Was it Easter Monday? Yeah, it was Easter Monday. Yeah, after the game. Uh, Scott Wharton was there with his fiance, and Thomas Kaminsky was there with the goalkeeping coach and uh, they were talking about Kaminsky's baby being due and it's due at like, any time. I think he said then it was two weeks off like the actual due date so she's like ready to pop any time. Um, and obviously she's back home in Belgium so he will have to fly home if there's the signs of the baby coming start. Very keen. He's not having the baby, is he? Well, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> He's not having the baby. <laughs> so, I don't think we'll see him again this season. Um, I just think you wouldn't risk him playing knowing that he might have to come off or might miss the birth of his child. Um, so I can't see him getting back in the team I think if he was going to make that change he would have already made it I just, I just can't see it now back four he's staying the same yeah P- uh, Costello still at right back actually I'm making five changes are you going to play alongside Travis, if you drop him more, to, I mean, maybe you go for the ranking Costello option. Um, so for me, I'm going four three three on Saturday. Yeah, I'm going the same back five. I'm going Garrett, Travis, and Adam Wharton in the midfield three. Right, and I'm going Thomas, Hedges, and Leonard up front. No Smollicks. No. I think I don't. I feel bad that because Swanee's been one of our best players recently. But I feel like I feel like sometimes he tries too hard because he literally is the only one trying. I don't know whether he tries too hard or I just think he is because everyone else isn't. Um, maybe give him a bit of rest for the Preston game. I don't know. It's a difficult one because like if you play four three three, you can't. Playing on the wings, I don't think he gets he influences the game enough. Maybe Smodic for Hedges, do Smodic and Thomas on the wings, and then Leonard through the middle. I'm making a few yeah. changes anyway. Yeah, like simple as that. He's starting um, Leonard. Definitely. Yeah. So, what's yeah. your predictions then? What's uh, what's the score going to be Wednesday? Uh. So I'm, I'm going to go 2-0. For the Rovers? Yeah, but, it, but it's going to be an uncomfortable watch. It won't be a, won't be a nice, easy 2-0. It'll be... A... 1-0 early, then hanging on then on the break at last minute. No, I don't see that. I, I think 2... 
like two goals late on. You know, like once we got that first, like they'll, they'll, they'll kind of like feed off the reaction and get another. You know, the, the nerves will kind of disappear, if you will. Yeah. That's where I sit. But like for the first hour, at least it could go later than that. I think it's going to be cagey, nervy. <laughs> to me it um, depends on the starting lineup. If if we start with the same team we did on Saturday, I think it could be three or four nil to Coventry. Really? Yeah. I just think that hammer in midfield for them, I just think he'll bull, just bully us completely. Um and then we obviously we know what Jokeres is like if Carter and Hyam have that hurt nervy um five, ten minutes that they had at against Hull like the nervy 5-10 minutes against Coventry with Jokeres in form like could see you two or three goals down I think um, if you don't win on Wednesday I think that's it yeah that's it I think that's definitely it I've said it a few times I feel like every game now I say it's a must win you know I said it about Huddersfield I said it about Norwich to begin with Norwich Huddersfield then on then again, on uh, before Saturday's game, um, but you know this one really is. No, this one is a must-win. That they all were, yeah, but this one this definitely one. is. Um, yeah, shit, a bus, basically. Yeah, definitely. Right. So, anything else to add? Anything else you've heard? Anything? Any other rumours you've heard or not? Oh, we were linked for that. Um, Young lad the other day, weren't we? The midfielder. Can't remember his name now. Did you see that? Kater. Belgian. The Belgian guy. Yeah. Well, that was quite interesting. He's also been linked to like... He's been linked to Burnley, hasn't he? Links to company. Oh, he? Belgian. Yeah. Um, and then they said something about like a proposed £10 million transfer fee. Or is he out of contract? What, £10 million quid. <laughs> we can't afford to spend that. Like you look at the the finances, we will fail financial fair play next season because the Armstrong money will run out and we'll have made losses. Like like we've made like recurring losses of twenty nine million, and that's with a fifteen million pound sale of Armstrong, and you can't make any losses more than thirty nine million. Um, so rare, really. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to sell players, but like you're literally begging teams to buy them, aren't you? Like hoping mm. that Southampton get relegated and come back for Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, you can have him. You can have him. Um, like it, it, again, it comes back to the contract situation. Obviously, Rothwell bossing it in with Bournemouth. They got a good win at weekend. Um, they got a couple of million for him. Diaz will obviously be going. Um, if, unless he changed his mind going off recent watches, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it's it's not, it's not worrying times, but something needs to change. Something needs to um, something needs to change at the club. Season tickets obviously need to be better. The sales team needs to do a lot better. Obviously today it's been announced that the Luton yes. game will be twenty pound a ticket, which means that if you've opted to buy the final five package. You've saved five pound on match tickets, so the the tickets were 
£20 for Coventry, Luton, and who's Norwich. £15 for Hull and £30 for Burnley. £105. And the final five package was £99. You save six quid, which will get you a soft drink and a pie. That well, it won't even get you that because they're six pound fifty now. Uh, the, the the meal deal. <laughs> meal deal. <laughs> um, so a lot of work needs to be done at the club to get fans back in. And I know it won't help having performances like that in front of new bumper crowds. People won't want to come back. But there's other ways you I mean, can influence fans to come back. We just said before we started that to make the final five a deal. The, the offer had to be 80 quid so that you could charge a tenner for Luton at home, which a lot of the final home games in the last few years have been. Yeah. Um, and people that have bought the final five are still saving 15 quid. Yeah. But this is just... I don't, I don't know. I don't know what this is. It's, uh, it's crap, basically. I mean, I mean, how many people are going to Go on for that losing game now because half five bank holding Monday on Sky. The thing is, people might, people might have bought the final five package and then if they've, they've not been able to make one of the games, say they've not been able to make this whole game because it was Saturday night and the last train home, say they're from Manchester or whatever, is before you get back to Blackton train station. So if you yeah. miss one game, it's actually cost you money to buy the final five package. So but at the minute, there seems to be like no reaction. Again, it goes back to the reporters. Like they, they should now be like going to the club asking for a statement or asking for an explanation why this massive promoted offer costs hundred quid, and if you bought a match ticket for each individual game, it costs one hundred and five pound. Like there needs to be an answer. There needs to be like someone held accountable for it because they've probably spent more money on marketing it than what they have done. Like, than what they've actually gained from it. Yeah. Whereas if they'd have made it 60, 70 quid, they'd have sold a lot more of them. And then, it's not just that. So now next season, if we have like a a triple ticket or a last final five offer again, people are going to think, well, why should I get that? I can just buy a match ticket and choose the matches that I want to go to. It, it like affects things for years and years now because just because they're just crap. They're just absolutely awful. I just, I just want it to end. I want Wagga out. I want everyone. I want. I want someone held accountable and the fans to just realise that we're being taken to the absolute dogs and not getting out in return. Mm. But yeah, on that positive note, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's us done for another week of Kiddish Street Noise. So we'll be back after Wednesday's game when Lewis is back in the country. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then on to if our season is still living and breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still in with a shout because we'll have to do it. Yeah, we'll have to do it straight away because I'm away at the weekend, and then obviously when I get back, it's the burn the game on the Tuesday. Is yeah. it? Is it burning on the Tuesday? So, so if we do like a it's like a derby double header special, yeah, <laughs> Preston Burnley, yeah. Um, after the Coventry game. Do we get beat against Coventry? We're not doing it. We'll see you in pre-season. Yeah, yeah. 
But that's something else we said before we got oh, yeah. Preston announcing a warm weather pre season camp in Benidorm. Yeah. Right, why can't we have that? <laughs> we'll, be playing, we, we'll be playing Bury, Rochdale, and Macclesfield yeah. in the North West. Stanley again. <laughs> Stanley, Hartlepool. <laughs> Don't let you worry about our pre-season. Luton City. <laughs> They're going. Where did they go? They went somewhere good this year as well, didn't they? Did they go to a... Benidorm? No, I went Benidorm this year with the fans. Um, yeah, it wasn't... I can't remember what the place is called now. But yeah, they're going to Benidorm this summer, basically. And why Black and Rover's not doing a European tour? That was, It's going to be ages before we can play in Europe again. Just give us Feyenoord and Ajax and a pre-season friendly and just let us go man. Even like a JDT return to Denmark or something, just, yeah, well, just anything it. that we have to go up for. Well, we've got links to Feyenoord now, so why can't we go? Why can't we go Feyenoord, AC Milan? Uh, play, oh my god! Imagine a preseason friendly at the San Siro before it shuts. Oh, that'd be amazing. That's the dream, man. <laughs> Come on, JDT, you listening? Get get on. Fuck it. Get on phone to AC Milan exactly and just say, "What a testimonial!" I know you've only been here for a year, year and four years there, uh, just. Want a want a trip to Milan? Want to be going down uh, down the fountains and stuff? Right, so yeah, we'll be back after the commentary game. Hope everyone enjoys it. Fingers crossed for another win and keep our season alive. I'll see you in a bit. See you in a bit. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.